went to the website and started listening to the podcasts and looking on Facebook and, and I just fell in love with, with the message of Redwell. Being here in person enlightened me to finally comprehend it's about setting the captives free. We have different stories, but we all um, are searching for that freedom with God. Rev on the Road is a two-day wellness event designed to restore people's faith, hope, and love as image bearers of a loving and good, holy and whole God. You did it for nothing else but being able to be in a free place and walk out who you were meant to be from a place of freedom, that would be enough. But the byproduct is people are so drawn to that freedom that they then want it for themselves. So you get to give it away in a way that's been really so contagious and so amazing to watch the transformation that that has sparked in other people's lives. Worship, teaching, solid teaching, really connecting people, connecting uh, people to the Lord. I love it because it really touches on your body, your soul, and your spirit. So from the worship, prayer, the movement, it was all about God. This would be like the stepping stone to come and see what Revelation Wellness is really all about. I think you'll walk away knowing that everyone is qualified. It was really neat to see other men that, that got out of their comfort zone um, and came to do this. And, you know, I, I would challenge any man to come and, and try this out and sweat and be a leader. What, what do you have to lose? You're going to, to move your body. I guarantee you're gonna laugh, if not with your friends, at yourself, maybe doing some moves. And you're gonna get deeper with Jesus. You're never gonna regret that. I feel recharged. That's a good word. <laughs> I feel recharged and, and rejuvenated and relaxed and pumped up all in the same breath. What do you have to lose by trying? In the best case, it's something that you tried that changed your life. We'll see you at the next Rev on the Road. Get your ticket today and reserve your spot. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. We are gonna be revving the word today. That means you're gonna be moving your feet and having your heart filled with hope, truth, love, encouragement. My prayer is that you feel like a new person when you leave this time together. You just heard a promo from our Rev on the Road event. We have these traveling events. So listen, we can be face to face. Would love to be face to face with you this October 11th and 12th coming up. I'm gonna be in uh, Stephenville, Texas. So if you're anywhere near there, come on Texas, you're a big state. I would love to see you. There is a, I can't put words into what it's like to be in person experiencing this together. I love technology, so grateful for how it, it really does uh, add a convenience to our life. But you guys, if you're willing to pay the cost, which by the way, it's $15 a person for two days of immense goodness, saturation, uh, it's just, it will renew your mind and your body and soul in such a way 
that the, the word of God, the, your love for God, how much God loves you, it will penetrate any wall that you have up. So if you feel stuck, if you feel frozen, if you feel like you cannot get yourself going in the direction that you know would be the right way to go for you, please do your best to come. If you can't, just go to the show, swipe up on the show notes here and you can see all our upcoming events we have coming in 2020. This is our, October will be our last one for this year. We usually try to do about one a month, but uh, we take November and December off because, you know, holidays and all that good stuff. So I'm excited to end 2019 in Texas and I hope you end it with me. Okay, so today we are going to do a somewhat of an interval workout for sure. Um, so the intervals, whenever I ask you to give a little bit more when you're moving your body, it's super invitational. Everyone take a deep breath, inhale. Exhale. Break up with fear or pride or shame. This is not going to make or break your calorie count. We don't even care about calorie counts. Let's just find our hearts alive and filled with joy as we start to move because the body chemistry will meet us as we begin to move. But we're not moving for our sake, we're moving for His, okay? All right, we're gonna be pressing into Genesis 22 today. You guys, living sacrifices, let's talk about sacrifice. Why not, let's do it. We do hard things around here. <laughs> Thanks for doing that. Okay, we'll get the playlist going in three, two, one, play. Actually, let's try that again, sorry. <laughs> three, two, one, play. Good. Okay, however you're deciding to move your body right now, it's good. Some of you are going for a walk. Some of you are taking the kids for a walk or the strollers. I want you right now to just look around your environment. Just pay attention, look around, become aware. Awareness is so beautiful. Take some big breath. Again, no fear. Some of you are like, ugh. No, this is such a get to. You're upright, eyes wide open. Open your heart, open your face. All right. On a scale of one to 10, one being laying in bed, eyes open, breathing. <laughs> You're not that. 10 being all out, best effort. I don't even know, I hate to use the word best as if anything less isn't as great. Let's just say a 10 is everything you got, okay? Right now, you're about a four, five, six. At a seven, you're noticing your breath. Six, seven, you're noticing your breath. So let's start moving towards noticing our breath, being grateful for our breath, being excited and curious about what God's about to do. Hmm. More curiosity, less suspicion, everyone. God is good. How might he be good to you today? 
So Holy Spirit, we thank you. Thank you for being the active force of God that absolutely meets us in these workouts. We need you. Everyone say, we need you. We don't want to do this without you. God, come and fill us from head to toe, from outside in, side to side and all around us. Bring your, your smoke and your fire, lead us. God, we ask that you would tear down any wall, any thought, any idea that keeps us far from you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, nice and light feet. Notice if you're measuring yourself, already feeling like, it's just weird. The body tries to steal the joy your flesh you start to think oh I don't know maybe I don't want to maybe I don't have it we start to doubt so right now everyone do this blow blow the doubt away that's just a storm that doesn't need to happen right now all right if you're hearing a rhythm it's a little quick rhythm a little pitter patter of the feet Try to find it. So nice and light, easy feet. Fun. All right. Let's read Genesis 22. This is a big chapter. The sacrifice of Isaac. Sacrifice. Let me give you a little context. Right now, as I'm recording this, we're in a sugar fast. 21 day sugar fast. If you joined the challenge, you're in it. If you're listening to this after, at a later date, don't worry. Just check back on the website. We'll have this available to you. It's our hope to get it available to anyone at any time. Anyways, we have a lot of fitness challenges over there. So check it out. But I've been... We've given up sugar. All forms of it. You know why I've dealt mostly... Here's the, re the big reason we're doing it. Yes, we want to help you with your health. But we know that the greatest helper is the good physician. So, I've been tempted. I have had times where I have wanted sugar. But I have had to be, I've had to live as a sacrifice. I'm aware that I'm in a sacrificial season, like active. It's actually every day in front of my face. I have to choose obedience, <laughs> being with the Lord and what He called me to, or not. 
free will. And I have been loving. I mean, I'm telling you, this has made God so tangible, touchable, accessible. I need him. We're living in a time that we don't need God as much. Come on. We're so blessed. Can I get an amen? Let me just have you sit with that a bit. How much do you really need him? Or what do you turn to instead of him? this song is saying no way I can make it without you I want that to be true but I had to get honest I don't think I've lived and I just want more of him so this fast and that's what a fast will do calls you into the deep to hear from God to walk with him to let him talk to let him be the living water, the bread of life. Everyone, we're gonna do a few intervals. Get ready, you'll hear it. Right now you're about a seven, probably an eight, maybe getting there. You're gonna go over eight, nine. If you wanna go to a 10, the intervals are gonna be about 30 seconds. Get ready, have fun. So you just wanna do a big old dance party for 30 seconds. Some of you might do burpees. Some of you <laughs> might add another plate on the rack of weights. Get ready. It's exciting, isn't it? Come on, God is for me, say that. God is with me, set. Go, 30 seconds, go. Come on, it's a sacrifice. Look, see, but you like this one because it works in your favor. Come on. Recover. Well done. You're gonna go again. You only get 20 seconds off. So shorter rest than work. Get ready. Three, two, go, go. Smile, head, joy, recover, 20 seconds. Woo. You should need the recovery. If someone saw you walking or running down the street, they would be thinking, are they all right? They were like really hauling a minute ago. 
You're just doing your intervals. Go, go. talk to your body listen up flesh lift your head lift your chest lean into it break through the tape recover 20 seconds ah you're doing such a good job you're killing it you're killing it you're leading your flesh come on now you're participating you're partnering moving in a hopeful direction go you guys this is such a hopeful thing we're doing is it not come on come on keep going keep going i want you to go stay true to the 30. come on 10 seconds lift your head smile if somebody saw you they'd be like why are they enjoying that so much? <laughs> recover. Good job, recover. All right, let's read. Genesis 22:1. After these things, God tested Abraham. Whoo, right there. God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham. And he said, here I am. He said, take your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning, saddled his donkey, took two of his young men with him and his son Isaac, and he cut the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place of which God had told him. On the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place from afar. Then Abraham said to his young men, stay here with the donkey. I and the boy will go over there and worship and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac his son and he took in his hand the fire and the knife so they went both of them together and Isaac said to his father Abraham my father and he said here I am my son he said behold the fire and the wood but where is the lamb for a burnt offering Abraham said God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering my son so they went both of them together I'm gonna go quiet we're gonna let the word stand on its own for a bit
All right. Sacrifice. You guys, it's something that Jesus, he comes to tell us about this kingdom. He comes to show us the kingdom. This kingdom where down is up, where cursing is blessing. When you're cursed, you're blessed. If somebody wants your coat, your outer coat, give them your undergarments too. Give them everything. Everything about living in the kingdom requires sacrifice. And here's something I just don't think we do it much anymore. Come on. Oh, we'll do it. But as long as it doesn't cost us too much. Come on. We're seeing the pain we're seeing in the world now is because we've made it about us and we've called it blessings. Well, God just wants to bless me. Yeah, but not at the cost of Him being God. And the act of making sacrifices, you guys, listen, this is not, this has been around from the beginning of time. Offering up something to appease the gods. Now for us, for the Israelites, the one true God, Yahweh, the God we worship here, the one who says you can't save yourself so I bring you my son for he, for I so love the world that I'm going to give my son so that anyone who believes in him, who listens to him, who follows him, who does what he did, they'll have eternal life. This is the God we serve. So sacrificing, listen, you're all doing it somewhere every day. It's connected to worship because what we worship, what we're devoted to, we will make concession for. We will make a way. Can I get an amen? I'll make a way for the thing that, that I ascribe highest value, esteem the most. I'll make a way. And we've made a way for ourselves more than we have for God. We have forgotten God. But not here, not in this ministry, not when we come together. We're gonna remember God. We're gonna keep our vision for our future. Remember what He has said. And we'll tarry. <laughs> we will endure day after day being steadfast but you know what's required to keep a fire burning you got to put some wood on the fire you got to chop it you need some sweat equity in what we provide and here's what i'm loving about the sacrificial season i'm in right now this is practical i need him abraham needed god Accelerate, come on. To fulfill the promise, Abraham knew. 
If he was gonna have what God said he was gonna have, it would have to be all God, all God. I wanna get you in a situation where you need nothing but God. Come on, the world will call you crazy. And I call you a revivalist. Someone who carries the fire and the knife every day to make the sacrifice. It's no big thing for you. Notice, well, first of all, a little context. Commentaries here say by this time, Isaac is around 16 years old. So remember, God makes an extravagant promise to a nobody special kind of guy, Abraham. A huge, jaw-dropping, impossible promise to a barren man and woman about him being the father of many, many descendants. Look up at the sky. How many stars you see? Accelerate, come on. God says that many, even more, because you can't see all the stars. Abraham knew he was gonna need God for that. And then, somewhere between the promise made and the provision of the son, born to him, Isaac, to a once barren woman, there was this waiting time. Oh, what we would like call the wilderness. Back off, come back, recover, right? And that's where the testing, waiting, you guys, this is why I need to get you meditating. I need to strengthen your mind and connect your heart back to his promises. He loves you. Be still and be loved. Be patient. Learn how to worship in the wait while you're waiting for the provision to come. Learn how to worship. Abraham didn't do this perfectly, he had to learn. <laughs> and you won't either. Accelerate, come on, to the end. To the end of this song, come on. Go over an eight, you can do it. Yeah, good job. Whoo, well done. You're gonna get about a minute and a half to recover. Then you're gonna have a really, one of the longest intervals you've had today. You'll hear it in the music, so just go with it. So this is about 90 years, give or take. 90 to 100 years later 
after the promise is made, Abraham is 16, so he now has, he's 16 years on evidence of the promise that God provided, God did it. We had an 80 year wait. We had a long wait. But you guys, here's the thing. Don't despise the little places. That is a tactic of the enemy to get you to think he's stingy, he's mean. I love it. Scripture says that the Israelites will take the promised land little by little, little by little. So for 80 years, Abraham is walking into his promise little by little. I'm going to do a whole podcast on little by little because we need some strengthening there because we live in a time that says much and more. A little is not enough. So Abraham did that little by little by little for 80 years. Then Isaac comes. God will not leave any promise on the table for you. If he said it, he'll do it. <laughs> but yeah, we have unbelief. So Abraham was getting really good at making sacrifices. So by the time God comes to this pivotal moment, and we know that this is just a foreshadowing of Jesus going to the cross, right? The perfect son, perfect son of man. But I love that it says, after these things, God tested Abraham. You guys, tests are good. <laughs> tests are good. You have the knowledge to pass it. But do you have the strength of character? Do you have the practice of praising in the test? Go. Come on. Just give me what you got for a minute. 40 seconds, come on. If you start to fall off, get your breath and come back. You've got this, because he's called you. You're here, you press play. Find a promise that he'll fulfill. Sacrifice, offer something that is costly. It's gonna cost. Come on. this. This is your destiny. God is faithful. God himself will provide. I want you to say that over and over. God himself will provide.
But isn't it true? Because that's exactly what, what Abraham knew. <laughs> right? Isaac says to his father, my father. And Abraham said, here I am, son. Isaac says, behold, the fire and the wood. But where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Abraham said, God will provide for himself. God will provide for himself. God himself will provide. Here's what I need you to know. And then we're just gonna celebrate this. There is nothing that God asked of us that he doesn't already plan to bring provision for. Do you understand this? You are so inside his heart because you are a completion of the kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. He knows that he can do a mighty work in you for those who would believe him. That God himself called you. That God has you in a situation where he has to come through. If he's at, now here's the thing. If he didn't ask you for it, then he's not responsible to fulfill it. Can I get an amen there? There are many things that I think I should be doing for God, sacrificing my time, sacrificing my energy, and then I have to go, wait a minute. I don't think God called me to that. I think I just slapped a bumper sticker Jesus on that. He didn't deliver it to me. As he did the promise to Abraham, God spoke to him, told him what he's gonna do. God would do it. God holds both sides of the covenant. It says in Hebrews, that having no one greater to swear the covenant with Abraham with, God swore to himself, I will be faithful to Abraham. And he high fives himself, good is done. Now all Abraham has to do <laughs> is stay, remain, learn how to praise in the pain, learn how to turn his affections more onto the heart of God than giving him over to the worries of the world. God will provide for himself. God will make the provision for whatever sacrifice. So come on, go enjoy the fact that you can't get out of this equation. You are in it. What he said, he will do. Remain. Be just postured like Abraham ready to say here i am notice that god comes to him and abraham's response here i am when his son asks a question here i am abraham by this time had learned the power of being present in the presence with god all anxiety fear shame must flee finish this song, enjoy him. He would never ask something of you that he wouldn't provide for. God himself will provide.
everyone. A lot of us need to ask for forgiveness for our grumbling. Ask now, come on, cleanse your heart, cleanse your mind. He is God, Yahweh. He got you here. He saved you. He came to you because he has no intention of turning his back. He will provide. He is not a man that he should lie. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Freedom to believe God. It's a God thing. Come on, come on, come on. Stomp unbelief. Crush it under your feet. Crush it. Crush it. You will crush his head. Although he might bruise your heel, the enemy might bruise your heel. You crush his head. Recover. Recover. Fully recover. That's the big work of the day is over. That was fun. Just reminding you every time you come here and press play, this is just a tool. This is just a tool. After, oh gosh, after about 10 years of helping people lose weight, helping them get the muscle tone they were looking for, yeah, this song sings it. It just, it's vanity, it's, it's nothing. But if we can use this potentiality of the energy we carry around, even the good, the bad, all of it, because even negative emotions have potentiality to them, we can turn those into something. But if you don't turn them over to God first, then we will turn that into destructive energy, motives based on fear, shame, guilt. But if we can take that potential energy that I feel hopeless, I'm not sure. Like Abraham had many of those days in his 80 years, many. He had to. We see him even trying to take shortcuts by having a son with his servant out of the suggestions of his wife. Like he's listening to all the voices except the one. But by this time now, Abraham, he's in the fullness of his faith. Because notice, here's what's crazy you guys, notice at no point did Abraham grumble against God. At no point. He said, here, am I, here I am. God says, take your son, your only son, your, your only son who you love. Like God is saying, I know how much you love this. I know how much. I want you to take that. 
and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains, which I shall tell you, God is still working that relationship with Abraham. I'll tell you, I'll let you know where you're going. I'm not gonna tell you right now, because you're gonna follow me little by little. So God says these words, and at no point we don't see Abraham saying, but God, or wait a minute, or how could you do this, God? No, right on to the next statement, Abraham rises early in the morning, saddles his donkey, takes some witnesses with him, two young men and his son Isaac, and he prepares the wood for the sacrifice for his own son. This one just kills me. If I was sitting there chopping the wood, I'm pretty sure it would be really easy for me to start to argue against God, to start to get bitter. Because here I am chopping the wood. Here I am. But we don't, now I don't, I'm not saying Abraham didn't have the thought, but nothing's recorded of him contesting it. It just shows he did it. But even then, how, how can we know that's for certain? That he didn't grumble? Because he was so aware of the promises of God after the, all this time of walking with God. He wasn't worried because even when his son Abraham or Isaac says, where's the burnt offering? Abraham goes right into God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. He knew God will provide for himself. This whole thing, you guys, everything about your life is a God will provide. If you don't need him to provide, you're not living in the fullness of your call. You're not, you might be saved. Are you, yes, you're saved but you're not fulfilling your potential. You're not. If you don't need God himself to provide, if you're not seeking prayer, fasting, reading, wanting to, you knowing you need him more than anything else that this world might offer you. Come on. See, the ancient times had it, they had it terrible inconvenience. There was no drive-through. There was no internet. They had to work hard just to stay alive. But you know what they didn't have? They didn't have all of these comforts. These comforts that now provide for us instead of God himself. And God still wants to make himself visible on the earth through provision. He wants to provide. So Abraham at this point in his life, he's living positioned and ready to hear from God. Because God says Abraham, and Abraham says, here I am, he's ready. Listen, if I didn't trust God, and that's a true story, 
when I felt like God was calling me to start Revelation Wellness, when my, my son was one, years old, one year old, about, might have been even a little bit before that, actually. No, I know it was, yeah, 18 years ago. He was giving me the vision. <laughs> I said no many times because I didn't know a father that provided. Even my own story, my childhood, I had a father that made promises he never could keep. Now his heart meant, his heart really wanted to, but his own soul had so many holes in it. It was like filling water in a vase with holes. He barely could provide for himself. So I just kept saying, no, no. How do I know that? No. But eventually, God had his way. I have said this before. Honestly, he, he said to me, he knew how to speak to me in my eightness of an Enneagram. Because he said, I kept saying no, that's weird. I'll be out there, people will be thinking I'm some kind of church lady and clapping my hands and no, I don't want it. It's too tacky, God. I'm way cooler than that. But I kept seeing visions of it, of people moving their bodies, exercising this in some way the world has never seen before. So finally, I was kept giving him my no. I wasn't gonna make the sacrifice. My, my reputation was on the line. <laughs> my comfort, my money, my future. It just felt like that's a scary future. So he finally got my attention when this one night I just sensed in my spirit him saying, okay, I am going to do this. I'm going to do this on the earth. And you can be a forerunner, <laughs> a trailblazer, or you can come later, but you're going to come because <laughs> you were made for this. I made you for this. For this time, this season, this culture, this time, this is what. So I'm gonna move, like basically, I'm gonna move on to the next person. I'm pursuing you, Lisa, I've been pursuing you. <laughs> See, I didn't say yes, because I didn't trust him. But the beauty of his love is when he said, I'm gonna move on, didn't mean he wasn't gonna love me and be my God, but he was gonna call. Someone else would fill my yes. There was this sense of me of, I don't wanna miss out. I don't, and also like Abraham, I had nowhere else to go. I kinda of had to look around and go, what am I resisting? What am I trying to keeping? What am I trying to keep? I don't have much. And this Jesus is wrecking my heart. It's turning, I can't even train the same way anymore. I can't see my clients the same way anymore. I know this is true, but 
but I don't know, I don't, I don't feel like I'm the one to say it. Like Moses saying, I don't have the mouth to speak to the Pharaoh. God himself provides anything he asks of us, anything. If he's asking for some time with you, God will provide the time on the other side. If he's asking for a commitment for you to say yes to some project, some Bible study, some community, he will provide. You are in the center of his love. Do you get what that? To get a vision for being in the middle of his heart. This is why Paul can say, I pray that you would know the height, the width, the depth, the length of this love. It's so all-encompassing. It doesn't, you're surrounded by it. It's a love that will surpass your understanding. You can't even understand what I'm asking you to understand. Do you understand? This is how in the center of it you are. So when fear comes, when shame comes, when doubt comes, when pain comes, We've got to learn to observe it, to be curious, so that we would transform into people like Abraham that go, God's gonna provide. This is painful moment, I feel it. But I will not become a partner in fanning the flame of the evil one with my doubt and my unbelief. If God is asking for me to wait, God is going to provide. If God is asking me to go, God will provide. If God is asking me anything, inviting me in, and here's how you know it's an invitation from God. It scares the poop out of you. It scares the hell out of you. It scares your unbelief out. It pushes you out. And the flesh is going to go, no, 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 no. Hold it in, hold it in, hold it in. Control, control, keep it. Have it, have at least if you have it in your hands, you got something to, some safety device. And God's like, I need all of it. All of it. This is an all, truly an all or nothing thing. We want to give him all of ourselves. Anything less than all of ourselves is a losing game. And this obedience that Abraham has is something God's pointing us towards. And as we know, the story goes, of course, God does provide. We have got to be more aware of the God who saves than the problems of this world. God will provide what he said he will do. Everything else in the middle is not up for discussion with the enemy. It's not up for discussion. It's up the opportunity is what's it look like to worship in this moment? What's it look like to honor God with my mouth? What's it look like to honor God with my thoughts? What's it look like? And here's when you come play a revving the word because this will work your flesh out. Where you do a be still and be loved and it puts the muzzle on the flesh. Shh. Let God speak. Let God be himself. Because God will provide. Thank you God for this message today. I thank you that you are strengthening your people for faith on the earth like has not been seen ever before, Lord. So come and have your way. Teach us. Teach us what to do with the waiting, God. Let us be people that are curious about every, every circumstance that comes our way. 
and how you might be showing yourself to us in new dimensions, in new ways, and giving us a new side of your face that we've never seen before because the height and the width and the depth and the length of your love we will spend this time on earth searching searching to find and to see we love you we thank you for this time change hearts heals bodies heal minds do a revival work in each person that is listening to my voice right now god do a work of faith in jesus name amen <laughs>